welcome into a merry, merry, don't forget the popcorn, the Dave and West movie podcast. I'm your host, Dave McPeak, joined with Santa's little helper, Wesley Desma, and the jolly guy himself, Mr. Pete Remington, back in the studios once again for another great episode, another great collaboration. Gentlemen, how are we doing tonight? Doing great, Dave. Glad to be in the office again, and you know what? Glad to have our reoccurring guest, Mr. Pete Remington, in, in the house. Number four? Number four? Uh, who can keep track anymore? Uh, I'm absolutely thrilled to be here. Uh, looking forward to the topic for tonight. Uh, hits home for me. You mentioned on the last pod about nothing better than having somebody that lived through the 80s. That, that's me. That's me. Hughes came out. I'll, I'll stop. I'll, I'll save it. I'll we'll save we'll it. get I'll to save, that. I'll save it. As we <laughs> talked about before, we're on our uh, John Hughes Top 5. We've been breaking down so many John Hughes movies. It just was kind of a fluke, kind of a coincidence when we were looking at it. And I don't yeah. think we realized until we got through uh, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. And then we knew we were doing Home Alone, yeah. the next one. It's like, all right, kind we might backed as well. our way into some yeah. Hughes. It was like we were, we were led down a... A candy path, if you will, right into John Hughes. I was like, well, oh, we're here. Let's uh, let's dive into it. And you know, because we're going into Christmas vacation, uh, we thought that you know it'd be some kind of wonderful thing to do uh, to you know pun police. Yeah, yeah there guy. <laughs> uh, so no, we're really excited to do that. John Hughes top five. He's kind of that quintessential. We've already compared him to John Apatow before. That producer writer. His fingerprints were all over things in the 80s 90s and even into the early 2000s so that's going to be a lot of fun uh to break him down and look at that uh make sure that you guys get in on the fun follow us on facebook at the michigan podcasting network on twitter at dftp movie pod that's where you'll see uh our super follower on twitter uh mr mike peters he always throws in the reviews he just reviewed a christmas movie i never heard of it's yeah, on uh, netflix did i see a danny glover danny in there glover. yeah <laughs> so see he's getting work still a rare one bucket uh out of mr peters when we look at that uh, we're going to be taking some time off for the holiday. It's the holiday season. Uh, we'll be taking off of about a month here. Uh, we'll be coming at you with season two of Don't Forget the Popcorn. That's just fun to say. Yeah, I like saying I like season it. two. I dig it. You, got uh, a new, you got a new notebook there. New and everything, notebook. Right? I'm ready to go. The budget has been increased in new, season yeah, two. New year, new me. Uh, that ad revenue is really yeah, starting we're to up come to five in. Bucks. Five bucks. <laughs> pretty darn close. Five notebooks. <laughs> right. Season two, Electric Boogaloo. Pretty yeah. close. Pretty close. Uh, but we're coming back with, I think. This was one of my favorite episodes that we did last year, the New Year's resolutions. Yeah. We're each going to pick three movies that we've never seen before because, I mean, even though we're big movie guys, we've seen a ton. There's always those movies that you, you haven't seen that. Uh, it happens all the time. So we're going to spend Christmas break finding what three we want to do. Uh, spoiler alert, Coco. Yeah, I was going to say I got about three more weeks before, uh, you know, just walking down that cocoa aisle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a match made in uh, Cinco de Mayo. So we're, we're looking forward to actually it's uh, Day of the Dead. So a whole different time of year. Uh, but that is going to be a lot of fun. But that can't carry a whole episode. If We're, we're looking at coming back mid-January. We're getting right into it. 2020 looks like it could be one of my all-time favorite movie years. There are so many incredible original movies Sequels, you got New Bond, you got Quiet Place 2, which Ooh, the poster I came out today. About that. Uh, you have 
Bad Boys 1 and uh, 2. That's what we're breaking down when we get back uh, because Bad Boys 3 comes out January 17th. But it looks like it's going to be an incredible slate of movies for 2020. Can't look forward enough to do that. But before we look forward, why don't we take a little bit of time and look back? Uh, You know, we've now got a full year under our belt. We've seen a lot of movies. So it's time. Uh, I want to go back and forth here. Let's give our top five of 2019. Uh, you've seen a ton. Uh, yeah, you were definitely you carry the mail for us a lot on this well, podcast. Through so. an awful lot, and uh, actually, let me uh, let me toss out a quick couple of reviews of some newer ones. I just oh, I just stumbled absolutely. Upon well, yeah, week. let's do the recent reviews All first. Right. Good call. Got out to the theaters a few times, few uh, post work uh, viewings, if you will. But uh, this one released on Netflix. A Michael Bay, Ryan Reynolds joint, Ooh. Six Underground. And if you know it, did, Pete, did you get a chance to see this one at all? I didn't. I, I saw the trailer. I yeah. was like, ooh, this looks good. And it, I it's, didn't. It's, a, it's, it's your Michael Bay. It's explosions. It's gunfights. Misogyny. Battle. <laughs> it's, uh, yes, a little, <laughs> little bit. The constant slow. That, what is with Michael Bay yeah. and the helicopters? Just yeah. Yeah. It's slow. It, it's, is it in his contract? He's got to have five it's minimum scenes. Tom Cruise running. Because that hey, was there. Yeah, it is. For it is. sure. I agree. You get all that, you're going to have the Ryan Reynolds wittiness. It's actually a really solid cast in there. The storyline, as much that it happens a lot with Michael Bay, you're gonna it's going to be kind of muddled. You're, I Honestly, 45 minutes into the movie, I wasn't sure... What was going on? I knew I was. That's, that's I, not a glorious I knew I was visually enjoying it. I was enjoying the the Reynolds quips. But I'm like, I don't, you know, that was funny, but I, I don't really know what he's talking about. Uh, long story short, I gave it two buckets. I think it's worth it for one of those. You're just sitting Saturday afternoon. You want to put some mindless action movie on by all means. Uh, to throw out a Kristen's corner though, Ooh. one bucket, and I feel like the one bucket was purely for Ryan Reynolds because I think he takes his shirt off. Wow, that's an hour in, and that was. Yeah, that was their silver tune. Right? I I feel like <laughs> <laughs> I feel like uh, I feel like that is where I'm gonna fall. I don't know. I I know when I was yeah. growing up, I like Michael Bay. There's a lot of Michael Bay movies that I liked, and even some of the ones that he produced. But he's become such a cliche now. Mm-hmm. Like every movie is kind of that. And I'm gonna probably get a viewing of it. I mean, it's on Netflix, so it doesn't yeah. cost me any money. But uh, I feel it's, like I'm going to lean more towards the Kristen corner on this it's, one. I, and you probably will. Like I say, the I thought Reynolds, I thought Reynolds was good in it, as good as he can be in this type of kind of just throw it against the wall plot. So yeah, I'll be curious to see what you think about it. Right. And I was looking at getting it in as well. And when you asked me if I had seen it yet. The answer was going to be no because I looked up Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Oh, and I it, didn't see the tomato score on that. It's my people, your people. Yeah. They're both pretty low. Yeah. Uh, we went to, and that's actually Jody was like, "What, what, what should we throw? You gave it two buckets. You're low on it. I wanted my people to tell me I was wrong. <laughs> and uh, so I, instead of putting uh, that in, we ended up putting in a Hughes movie. Oh, oh nice. Okay. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Did some more work for the pod. That's good work. And I don't know if you uh, got the Rotten Tomatoes on it, so real quick, Dave's people, 34%, so they hated it. <laughs> My people were fighting 65%. So the oh, fans... Oh, that's brutal. No, it was, that's terrible. It is, I would still rank okay it low, but it was 51% as was of, it? like, Sunday. I voted like 30 that. times before this pod. So. Michael, Bay, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, Michael Bay's grandma <laughs> got on there and really uh, hit, hit... So that was... Uh, yeah, that's a, my uh, review of... Six underground there. Uh, I do like how uh, I was just listening 
to, I, I was coming from Bay City, I was listening to our Home Alone pod, I like how it now has been characterized that the critics are my people. Yeah, oh yeah, and that was, was just, that and well. then Wes is like, and my people, the fans, uh, this elitist middling guy over yeah, here, just right. with the critics. Uh, listen here, people out there that don't know who John Williams is. Those are my people. Who doesn't know who John Williams is? Well, before this pod, it wasn't common knowledge like Bull that. Yeah. Nobody's <laughs> not, like 17-year-old knows who John a 34% over here. <laughs> uh, Pete, you got a new one in this week, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> Let me transition out of there. It's like a full Rodney Dangerfield. Uh, yeah, uh, over the weekend, the fam got out. We went and saw Jumanji, the next level. Um... Always curious when you're going into these, like, you know, when, when you have seen the old Jumanji with Robin Williams and, and had watched that plot unfold, and then when they redid it, how it was kind of a, a, a bit of a full reboot, you know, it was the same concept, but uh, loved it. Yeah. Loved it. Yes. Oh, I'm absolutely. so happy to hear uh, that. We all walked out of there. Like, there was, there's absolutely your moments where you're just busting out laughing at what's going on. But, you know, one of the things, again, uh, knowing you're coming into a pod... Uh, and you're at a theater, you start thinking about things that you might say about it. And yeah. one of the things I was noticing was how well uh, The Rock and Kevin Hart and Jack, like how well uh, they all act and portray the person that they're supposed to, mm-hmm. yeah. supposed to be portraying. You brought up Danny Glover, and Danny Glover's in what? Jumanji. Yeah, he's one of the grandpas. It's him and Danny DeVito. What a year for Danny Glover. You're the glove. Right? And it, so like, <laughs> we haven't had a year of the glove since 1994. <laughs> 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 uh, three buckets. I'm going three buckets nice. on it. And okay. you know how I oh, criticize movies. I'm so happy movies. to hear that. Um, but yeah, overall, fantastic movie. I got in. I didn't go out and see other ones. I got a couple. Hold on. I, with, oh, with Jumanji... As good as the first, a little less, a little better. Where would you put it? Because that's sequel you're always comparing to the first. And for me, it's always like the originality of what they did is brand new, and when they redo it, it's hard. So like my first one would be a three and a half bucks. Sure, because yeah, it's, I it's I, I the think originality right of the yeah. whole thing. So for me to say it's a three, yeah. this is not a dumpster fire. This is still right up there. Excellent. It's a great plot. The storyline. It's always holds. hard coming in coming into a second like that because the first. And like you say, it was a reboot was so good that you're like, boy, this, you know, you can only almost go down from there. So even like you say, hitting a three, tip of the cap to the rock. Yeah. Yeah. It's, they've, they got something cooking with that franchise again. Oh, I didn't even realize that was a pun. That was fantastic. I really did it. Oh, (laughs) nicely done. (laughs) Uh, But it it is cool to see what they have. So you, you got another one in too. Uh, so the one that, again, another family movie that we caught last weekend, um, and this probably hits more home for me than it does, I don't know, where everybody else's levels are on this, but we uh, caught Christopher Robin. Oh, and yeah, I was wondering I re- about I re- that. I reviewed this on the pod before, I think. And it was fantastic. And so, like, a fun fact, Remington fun fact, my first movie mom ever took me to was Winnie the Pooh, and apparently I cried when Winnie the Pooh got lost in Hundred Acre Woods. Hey, and so, get flash forward Huge to when Pooh Peter's fan. little... It works out that around when he's around four years old, Pooh's Huffalump movie comes out. So we take him to that for his first one. So so my 17-year-old sitting there watching this, and he's almost like cackling at stuff. And I think it was like the sheer nostalgia. joy of nostalgia of my being a little kid and seeing Pooh in the act. I mean, it's 
it's solid. Well, it's, I could it not was agree solid, more, Pete. Man, that's good to hear. Actually. It is. I completely you forgot would dig about the heck that out movie. of it. Yeah, we watched it. I, I know uh, Charlie loved it when we watched it with her and the, the other girls. Uh, and God, I loved it. I, I agree. I, I thought I reviewed it on the pod one time. Yeah, you I might. Have. Yeah, I'm sure you have. I'm I'm right. I'm I don't remember. Well, actually, if you don't remember, then maybe you didn't. I, old, you know, that's uh, a good call. That's a good call. Uh, but I would put it right at that three and a half, four bucket range for me because of the nostalgia. Pooh was one of my favorites. Just it's, it's so good. It's just so sweet. Wholesome. I mean, it's just the voices uh, and like a like a Mister Ro- like the Mister Rogers yeah, that kind of thing. Just all the feel. You just feel good. Yeah. Like in, we, we need a lot of that in nowadays. Oh, especially right? in 2019. Yeah. <laughs> a little more. Hello, well, let me transition <laughs> off that to uh, another new movie that just came out last week. Richard Jewell. What a what a, a Clint, right turn we're a taking there. Clint Eastwood joint. No kidding. Talk about all the f- the feels to watching a movie of a guy blatantly just getting shafted by the media and the U.S. government. I mean, it's I don't know if. That's not spoiling the the Richard Jewell story no, it at happened. all. It's, it's a true right? story. It's 1996. Going into this, I really I didn't know who Richard Jewell was. Like we were when pretty the, young, 13. Like I knew of the incident and everything that took place, obviously, but uh, had no idea who Richard Jewell was. And just about the story in general, incredible story. I mean, just like uh, what was that Blackwater that yeah. I reviewed last week? You love those those true events with you know just that type of i don't want to say conspiracy but that type of uh you know one guy or these people versus you know the government if you will but uh really really good movie the guy that did that plays richard jewell i know we've seen him in i think i yeah and is he a local like, he's from saginaw, saginaw. He's Valley yes we gotta he get him on he does an incredible job as strings. richard jewell and especially seeing the side-by-side picture yeah. yeah, knocks it out of the park. I really recommend it. An easy three buckets for Her me. Her Kathy so. Bates is phenomenal. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Can, well, that goes without saying. They're saying yeah. she's probably going to get nominated for uh, an Oscar for really? the work. That's that's probably the only Oscar buzz that's really getting around for <laughs> Richard Jewell. Uh, definitely, you know, you want well you know shot you're by with. Clint Eastwood. Oh, that that sequence where the bomb goes off. I mean, it he really pulls you into. Yeah. You know, you get that. I don't know how to describe it, where you have that Tense. that camera, like on the very front, oh, where it's just yeah. looking at that the actor's face. It was kind of, and I'm doing a visual here. That's yeah. really helpful for a podcast. <laughs> yes, so, it is. but long story short, go check it out. I think it's worth nice. it. Well, uh, this is always the time of year that you get really good movies that yeah. are released. Uh, right around that Christmas time, Thanksgiving, this is awards season, so you get those type of movies uh, that that keep getting released. Uh, and looking at that, was there any other recent reviews? I think uh, nothing from a theater. I mean, I caught Memento, uh, oh, and, nice. and then I finally did catch. I, you guys already talked about it at depth, uh, but The Irishman, um, and I was not. I did. I couldn't do what you guys do. I've got too much of like adult ad- attention deficit going on. Yeah. So I busted DHD. I, I busted. <laughs> The AA stuff. Well, adult uh, yeah. attention. Oh, okay. Sorry, I was going <laughs> he wasn't paying attention. Um, <laughs> But, like, uh, I broke it into three chunks. I love that. And I've been I went, telling people I, that's how to do it. An hour, 15 minutes roughly yeah. on the first chunk, and then, like, an hour and an hour I roughly. think when I go back through that, that's... It was it was, it was was fantastic. But I totally agree with your guys' review on the, the, the back aging, the mm-hmm. de-aging, that it was a little, like, eh, is that kind of wearing a rubbery mask? Yeah, yeah, really, at least, though. But no, yeah. absolutely not. But, it, like, the story of uh, a good crime syndicate, a good mafia, mm-hmm. you know, it's... Uh, I don't know. We might be a hearing Bronx about this tale, later. Is that uh, a Bronx Tale? Yeah. You know, like the the casino, Ooh, Bronx the good tale, fellas, good drop. like that whole that that nugget there. That little those are all fantastic. What would you? Uh, where are you at buckets wise? Three point five. Yes, love, love to hear. It. It. I think that's where we both yep. landed with uh, the Irishman. So now we can transition to the top five 
of 2019. A lot of good recent reviews. I'm excited to see. Let's just uh, go back and forth, huh? Or yeah. do you want to go? To, or do you want to just give your full top five right away? Yeah, let me just rip through Let's the do list. That. So Let's that way I mean, we're, we can, we're not uh, disappointed with uh, you took mine, I took yours, so that way we know we're not copying or anything like that. It's, uh, Give me your top five of 2019. I thought this would be uh, I thought this would be difficult, and you know, whiteboarding, going through the list, going through the list of movies that were released in 2019. You know, I thought I'd have more like movies I loved. Yeah, and I was gonna really fight for to I'm be right in there. You. I'm right. It with honestly you. got to the point where I was having trouble circling five. And I, and that is a because I I like so many movies this year, but when I'm trying to think of these really standout classics, when you're looking back at 20, 2019, what were the you know what yeah. could you take away from it? You know, I was surprised that it kind of underwhelming, lot, right? Yeah, kind of underwhelming. And as you'll see here, a lot of my choices are probably going to come from like September on. Like a lot of the uh, fall Ooh, movies. Interesting. And I don't know if that's just uh, you know recency bias, uh, memory, a uh, little little from column A, a little from column well, B. But I do think there is some. Like I said, the awards bait movies, the best yeah. movies are released kind of in this holiday right stretch because there's a lot of us in the Midwest. February? Uh, well, Golden Globes are January 5th. I hate that I know all these off, <laughs> off the top of my head. Uh, Golden Globes are January 5th. We got SAG Awards right around that time. Those are big with the screen. He asked me to ask him that before yeah, the party. Yeah. You know, he wanted to, well, he wanted then, a quick flex. Here's your crisp George Washington. <laughs> right. And then uh, Oscars are always uh, late February. Okay. What nice. Well done there. So with that all being said, Number five for me, and I feel like I had to uh, I had to sneak a Marvel movie in here. I didn't go Avengers Endgame. I went Spider Man Far From Home oh, as my I number five movie of 2019. And without diving into it too much, I love how it's going to usher in the next wave. I really enjoyed that versus the period <laughs> at the end of the sentence that Avengers Endgame gave. Me. Nice, love the villain. And the Spider Man, he just—they really chose a, the the correct character for that there. So that's uh, that's gonna be number five for me there, Dave. Number four, Once Upon a Time nice. in Hollywood Good. makes the list for me. The story, you obviously can't go wrong. The actors, I mean, are we kidding me? What we got? We got Pitt. Uh, who's that other guy in there? Of, uh, I think I think oh, he's okay. Is Leo DiCaprio? Leo? Is that, that a young is... Leo? Yeah. <laughs> so easily we're putting once for me at least Once Upon a Time in nice. Hollywood. Number three, and I'm surprised this made the cut, a recent movie I've seen in the last month, a different movie I didn't think I'd like going in. I'm giving Knives Out as my number three movie of 2019. Wow, that's fantastic to hear. Loved it. That it's, good, huh? Absolutely. And like I said, old James Bond himself really showed me that he can be, you know. Some chops. Uh, yeah. I've heard. I've heard he's great. Daniel Craig can be more than a Bond. He was funny. He, uh, he showed the perfect kind of acting chops that you need for that detective little witty role so great number twist. three great twist yeah, right. number two sneaking a comedy in there you can argue maybe it's a little high but for this guy that's probably appropriate i'm going with seth rogan's the long shot to me this was one of the funniest movies that i've seen of 2019 you know there's a lot so of, you know pumped. book smart a lot of those comedies that you could throw in there long shot <clears> stood out uh, for me, than the rest of them. Have you the not acting, seen it yet? I love oh no, I, I forced it. him to watch. Yeah. Oh, okay, I'm <laughs> glad you did. There is, there is 
a Remington cackle glasses on my forehead, <laughs> yeah. paused the show, like, two minutes later, wiped the tears. Had a cheeseburger ready <laughs> in the middle of the long yeah, shot. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, my God. No, I it's, it. I, I believe it because it's that laugh out loud funny, I think, through the whole movie. And number one, number one with a bullet, we did a field trip to it, Dave. I'm giving oh. Ford versus Ferrari my number Fantastic. one movie of 2019. You get you give me these great story. I love true stories. Those are really gonna just like vault the movie yep. up for me because it just gets you thinking about what's going on during that time. And you know, how did I not know about this Lamas? I can't believe it's 24 hours. And then obviously, you know, a common theme here is the cast. Great cast, Damon Bale. Not gonna go wrong. So number one, Ford versus Ferrari. Wow. Couple surprises yeah. there. I'm really surprised. I thought Ford versus Ferrari might make your list, but I'm really surprised it's that high. When I was look, overlooking your these movies, one. and I'm thinking, what are we gonna? You know, I and I don't want to rag on because somebody might probably is gonna have Joker in there. But I want to think of what movie looking back on 2019. Yeah. I'm really gonna remember. I'm really gonna stand out. Awesome. I really think it's gonna be Ford versus Ferrari. So, yeah. so one of the movies on my list, you are gonna absolutely kick yourself because I think it would have been your number one. I can't believe you forgot about it, but stay tuned. Stay oh, tuned. Uh, an omission. And I, I would also, we're going to do honorable mentions <laughs> afterwards. I don't want to talk about honorable mentions yet. Uh, my number five, I'm right with you. The long shot was. Yes, it made just, it. It was, I think I gave it four High buckets. Praise, yeah. For what it was. Uh, Seth Rogen was great. Charlize Theron was absolutely yep. fantastic in the role. Great. Uh, you know, turns from O'Shea Jackson Jr. Uh, you know, it's just. So many great characters, funny storylines. Bob Odenkirk as the president, yes. uh, wanting to th like put a nuclear bomb into a tornado or whatever <laughs> yeah. it was, or a hurricane. Uh, there's just great lines. Everything is there. It's exactly what you want in a comedy. It felt fresh. It felt yep. funny. It just felt different. new idea. Yeah, yeah. When Seth Rogen's in that little Swiss outfit of the uh, you know soldier, whatever he's in, I absolutely <laughs> loved it. Uh, I couldn't recommend this movie oh, enough. That's right. I recommended it to you. Yep. Uh, Kristen agrees. I think she gave yep. it four buckets. Past Kristen's corner. My which... dad borrowed it. He loved it. I mean, this is this is one that I'm disappointed. The, the, I, I hate the fact that. You know, I almost feel like we need to do a better job of trying to see movies like this in the movie theater because, like, great movies like this kind of fly under the radar and then they don't make them anymore. Now the mm -hmm. only thing they make are sequels and big things like that where you get an awesome movie like this that is just so funny. I just, I love the originality. I love everything that's there. Speaking of originality, speaking of hilarious, I could not leave this one off my list. Number four, Book Smart. I absolutely loved book smart uh we talked about it just a couple pods ago it's on hulu uh beanie feldman uh jonah yes. hill's sister is in it and vicky and i watched it and we both found ourselves laughing so hard at so many parts uh it's just that good situational comedy but it felt fresh because it was the two teenage yeah. girls and it wasn't your typical teenage girl comedy it felt like any comedy, like it's just a, a great broad comedy. Ranchi Sudeikis kills it. Yep. Uh, there's some great scenes with Boy, him. I'm glad you put that in there because yeah. I was staring at that and I'm like, ah, I don't know. I, I couldn't it, leave the it fact up. that it was given consideration, I think, really says a lot about Booksmart for it, I mean, top five of 2019. I hope. Uh, well, Beanie Feldman was nominated for a Golden Globe okay. for uh, supporting actress is in that a. a Beanie? Is it? Is it? Is it yeah. Bernice? I mean, what's uh, the full name? I don't know. Uh, sure. It's I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, 
but she's up for it could probably might be uh hello bernice uh <laughs> hello, you bernice. you could see her possibly win the golden globe for best uh, performance in a comedy or musical uh you you're gonna maybe see some uh screenwriting consideration but i loved book smart it was fresh it was funny uh definitely one that was great Number three, I could not leave it off. I am shocked you left it off. Avengers Endgame. Yeah, Are you yeah, kidding yep. me? The culmination. I told of you. I, cho- I chose my Marvel movie. I chose. I, it. I picked a lane. And here's the thing: <laughs> I, I have not. Uh, I've not seen Spider-Man: Far From Home, so I can't argue that. But I just think what it is it was the culmination of 20 yeah. movies, and. They stuck the landing. Yep, they stuck the landing. The, this could have went south. It the ending felt could have went DC as they say. Yeah, oh God, <laughs> uh, but it, it just it, there's so many different things that could have went wrong yeah. with this, and people could have been. And think of all the fanboys and people that those are the people that tear things apart. Yes. Uh, as we're about to find out with Star Wars, I'm sure uh, this, this you know moving forward, and uh-huh. I'm sure there will be debates galore on that. Uh, but I I thought Avengers Endgame touching. It was great. It probably no, would have been no my number one there. if I wasn't sitting next to Mr. Clean at the movie theater. I was the <laughs> nice buffer for you and uh, Kristen. If you remember that pot, I went I think on a ten minute rant yeah, about theater etiquette. It's kept fast forwarding and he just kept going. He just, he just he's still going. talking. Oh, it was awful. Uh, number two, the one that you left off. I cannot believe this did not make your top five. The Russian Five, the Red Wings documentary. I, I need a little bit of everything. I'm sorry. I mean, it's a great documentary. It's just a great movie. And I feel vindicated because Mr. Adnan Verk just reviewed this on Cinephile. He oh, really? watched it, and he says the same thing. He absolutely loved it. It's a great hockey story. It's, he not, said, it's, not, it's not even an opinion that it's great, though. So that's, yeah, it's good to see that Verk's on well, the... But <laughs> I, I just, we talk about brand. it on the pod. Are we looking at it because... Through yeah, the lens, die-hard yeah. Red Wings fans. He, he's looking at it through the lens of a Canadian who is a yeah. hockey fan. So Canadian, but he's a, he's a Canadian, but he's a Flyers fan. So oh. that's his Ooh. team that he roots he gave for. It, uh, the Flyers. Four Maple Leafs. Uh, it was huge. So yeah. I mean, it's he absolutely loved it, and it was a, a great, great movie. The the animation, our Red Wings. I mean, I. <laughs> I do not uh, hesitate to admit I teared up. Yeah, uh, you know, with the Konstantinov <laughs> stuff, and it was great. It was just we needed that with what we've gone through as Detroit sports fans the last couple of years. I mean, this is the worst stretch. This is going to be known as the Dark Ages uh, when we look back yeah. on this. Hopefully, with titles in forty years, uh, but it's been brutal. Uh, and it was just nice to remember. Oh, hey, we used to be good at something. We used to have something to cheer for and celebrate. Uh, <laughs> and look at that. And that was the Russian Five. Uh, and I mean, it felt like a spy movie a little bit. Like that yeah, like that Lion King meme yeah. where you're yeah. out there, son, is the '95 Red Wings. We used to win. <laughs> Currently, we're in bread lines. Uh, and my number one, I I don't think that. There was, was really two? a debate. That was two. Wow, I love yeah, it. I, I had it that it. high. I, I mean, I couldn't. I couldn't. Okay. When I rewatched it with Vicky, and Vicky's tearing up. Vicky's watching it and loved it. And like I told you, she ended up watching a, <laughs> she ended up watching a Red Wings game the next <laughs> day because she was so into it and, and loved it. Now, these aren't the players I remember <laughs> from the movie. These aren't the players you're looking for. <laughs> these aren't the wins uh, you're looking Drew. for. Number one, uh, to me, there was no doubt. When you put these many heavyweights in the ring, I had to go with the Irishman. Yes, I'm number glad one somebody movie. gave it the dap. My number one movie of the year. Uh, it, it was just incredible. You got Scorsese at the top of his game. You you 
finally bring back Pacino to a great role. You forget how great of an actor he is. Yes. I mean, people that were maybe just getting into movies, and you know, I think of some of my you know high schoolers that maybe were just looking at Pacino. They have no good Pacino to go back to. But what are they, Jack and Jill? No, thanks. We're not watching that. Uh, he was in Jack and Jill? Yeah, you remember that? Oh, no. <laughs> no, I don't. I didn't see Jack and Jill. I mean, either, but he was in it. Oh, uh, no. So I didn't. I never saw it. I was confused. <laughs> Movie shaming. Uh, right. It's 2019. We don't movie shame in here. Uh, but I, uh, Pacino's phenomenal. De Niro is just what you expect. And, and he's had you know, a, mm-hmm. a very sketchy last 15 years. Dirty Grandpa comes to mind yeah. and other, you know, just garbage movies that, I you know, say straight that to I DVD. I was somewhat amused by Dirty Grandpa, too. <laughs> yeah. was, uh, That's because of Zac Efron. Though. Yeah. Well, he's yeah. delightful. You're a big <laughs> Zac Efron guy. Those washboard ads get you every time. Uh, and then, for me, the guy that stole the movie, Joe Pesci. Yeah. It was just phenomenal to see him. I, I hope. I am rooting so hard for him to win the Oscar because he deserves it. Uh, because... He's so against type. You think of how he's been in every movie. Supporting, from, he would be supporting. Okay, yep. Uh, and and so so this is these are locks. You can take this to the bank if you want to bet on Bovada right now. Ooh, you can ooh, uh, tips. Uh, Pick of the Pesci, day, George Kenton, if you're listening. Pesci, <laughs> Pesci and uh, Pesci and uh, Pacino are both going to get supporting actor nods. I'm a little worried about our boy De Niro. Uh, he hasn't been getting the nods that, that people feel like he's been getting snubbed. It was snubbed. the wrist stomp scene that's like, eh, <sighs> do we, can we do this? Yeah, <laughs> I know. But Bale is the one that has been edging him out uh, for Ford for versus, Ford Ferrari, versus Ferrari, Ferrari. Looking yeah. at that, which I think it actually should be Damon. But anyways. Uh, you well, know, I agree. Shelby? Irishman. The storyline, <laughs> uh, getting back to the mob, the last you know half hour. I know it's long. I realize that. But it didn't feel that long to me. Uh, to me, it didn't drag. I just am into it with all the different mob parts, the union stuff. Everything there, the performances were spot on. The cinematography of Scorsese, the soundtrack, it's my number one movie. I'm not going to be shocked if this runs away with Oscars galore in the Oscar season. Uh, so I'm excited to see what's going to happen with it as we come up to that. But not my number one, The Irishman. Nice. I'm glad you put it there. I'm glad that was in the top five. I, I honestly felt guilty not having it in there, like somewhere Scorsese. <laughs> All right, keep them here. Keep them here. Keep them here. Keep them here. <laughs> I'll be hey, right Wes, back. Wes, go home and get your shot. Right? Uh, so for a second opinion, let's get a quick... Pete, uh, you got a top five? A, I, I actually have like a top four. Yeah, uh, all right. Like I, I'm glancing over it's at four your list saw. of 2019 movies, and I'm like, um, that that's a lot of movies. Yeah. I, and like I definitely don't have... That volume, it almost makes you go, man. Well, I I need to be going to the theater. Well, when you leave like, work and you end up, you know, on your way home, stopping at a Grand Blank on your way. I guess home if from you were cut this out, if, <laughs> you were, if you were right next to Flint and you had an IMAX right there, I guess I probably yeah. would spend. If you put in a hard energy. day's work, I mean, there's nothing better than kicking back with a flick, right? Boy, that IMAX is nice though. I'm seeing it tomorrow. I'm going yeah. to Grand Blank tomorrow oh, for Star Wars. Oh boy! All right, that, top that actually, my, my my top five. Number five is Star Wars: Rise of the Skywalker. Risky. You just know it's going to be in risky. There. Absolutely, I, I it's not even a risk for me. Speaking I of that, just sorry. blinders on. I'm a Clydesdale yes. going on the road with. No, but Star you hated Wars. Last Jedi. I love them all. I just don't like blue milk. All right. No, I'm just kidding. Actually, it was the blue milking scene that really. Eh. I'm. I, I'm sorry. I, this made me think of a point I was going to make. Uh, th- I am going to put a huge asterisk. To my top five because I do think there is one coming, uh, and it's going to be 1917. 
I've been hearing in 1917. It's a World War One movie Transport? shot by Sam Mendes, uh, and it is it, the buzz around this movie. It's basically one long shot. It's uh, uh, two brothers that are trying to get to another side of a trench, trench warfare. Talk about in my, it, uh, the preview. Go look it up. Look up the preview. What is that coming out? I think uh, Christmas. <laughs> no. They always do that. Merry they, Christmas. Well, because uh, oh, they, oh, Merry oh. Christmas. This is a they tough always do that. Day. Well, they always do that because there's uh, good counter programming because not everybody celebrates Christmas and some people, you know, don't oh, want to yeah, be with their right. family on Christmas. Happy so. non-denominational holiday. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, so my list is uh, short, and it is uh, the you guys mentioned things that made me go, oh God, yeah. what am I missing? But uh, like I actually jotted down Russian Five. I need to catch that. Uh, Book smart. I'm watching that. I gotta. Yes. I'm actually trying to glance. Hulu. Squint. It's on Hulu. It's oh, I'm at Russian Five. Yeah, I have it. Uh, uh, Craig Amar is. Oh, uh, Craig. Right <laughs> it's currently right now. Passing it out to everybody. <laughs> Doctor Amar. Um, number four, John Wick Three. Yes. That just was when it when a trilogy doesn't disappoint. When you almost yep. go, did we just get right back to as good as it was yes. prior to? I mean, I really like the build-up in one. You kind of just, like, you almost get thrown into the, the atmosphere yep. of mm-hmm. all of it. In two, you kind of start to see how much of a B.A. guy John Wick is. You start hearing all the stories of how he got out and everything starts to fall in. slowly build his in. backstory, don't and they? And then, awesome. boom, next thing you know, he's got, you know, the, the three was just... He's taking down yeah. Boban with yeah. a horse. Well, how, how great is it in three? Like, there's, there's no setup. You are... Thrust. Yeah. yeah, you're right into back in it. Heck, it's right. Picks yeah. right up yeah. from the end of two. You're right back in it. Seamlessly. It was, I'll tell you, that was my five. I'm B. due for a, tr- a John Wick trio again. Just we to, just did the popcorn profile yeah, in July. I'm due. I'm <laughs> due. It's that good, folks. that good, It's that good, There it is. I love it. Number three, Spider-Man Far From Home. Again, Tom Holland in that role. Got to watch it over I was really a big Andrew Garfield fan. And and Garfield, I thought was slam dunking that the cat. Andrew, oh oh, <laughs> like I do you hate was, Mondays too? And no, but lasagna. I love lasagna. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so it was uh, you know Andrew Garfield. I thought did a great job. I, agree. I really the Tobey Maguire. I had I no. some came on. I like him. And a kid in the class was like, "That's my Spider Man." And I was like, "Oh, you have the worst one. Good good job." You know some. Smoky hmm. remark. Oh, hold on, let me uh, let me derail this here for a little bit. So your your favorite is Holland Tom your favorite Holland right now. All and day. then it's Garfield. Then it, and then the original to, Peter back Parker to shooter tour walking out of there. Yeah, boy, I agree. I boy, think I, I think I agree with that ranking. <laughs> Emo Tony <laughs> McGuire. I think it was the uh, I think it was his gambling character in the uh, Molly's game that really threw him for you. Yeah, <laughs> it could be <laughs> the actual. Oh, personality. that sound you hear is uh, Justin saying at our I'm, door, <laughs> furious that right. Toby McGuire was. Right I really like Toby McGuire. I, I did. I, you rank a, him above Garfield? Then I do. He's your yep. number two Spider-Man. See, but I'll slide in that Spider-Man. Spider-Man's Spider-Man. a Phil teenager, Spider-Man. and Tom Holland's a teenager. Like, yep. it's a perfect video. No, I agree. I think they, they killed this cast with yeah. Tom Holland. The perfect Spider-Man. Uh, so, number two, uh, The Irishman. I am, I, am a, I am a ride all day long for yes. a good mob story. I mean, I just... There's, like, I don't read much at all, and I have mafia books. Like, those are things that are... Reading about the, the, yeah, the great hits, hits of t- all time and the, Boy, the be, top mobsters, awesome. you know, like there's a lot of good stuff there, and we've already talked about it. I'm not going to work on that, but and then my number one's Endgame. There is no way that you can't culminate all those movies together yeah. and it turn out as good as it is. 
like no forget about it that's that's uh that's top shelf awesome love it it's a good list a lot of uh it's a big you... list <laughs> nice nicely <laughs> done <laughs> uh honorable mentions did you have any that almost made the list for you that just you couldn't quite put on john wick three hustlers was big one yeah, but I mean, I no joke aside, I really enjoyed. It. I was really, de- I couldn't put it in the top five, but I felt like it needed to mention. Was us there? I put us down. Did the people that but no, ruined it for it's, you? Right? I don't think it would have. Uh, I honestly don't think it would even made top ten. No, Rogers. I can't believe Rogers didn't make your list. Rogers, Mister Rogers. Oh, now nah, that was on there too. A, a strong consideration yeah. for five. Actually, I really wanted to make sure I put a Marvel movie in here. Sure. So that's fair. I think that's where. Uh, Oh, Rogers got you know kicked out of the neighborhood. You are so pumped on that pod about it that I was like, oh, I already comp- I can name at least one of Wes's right now. Yeah, that was no, gonna be there. That was gonna be there. Just but, super know. surprised with how good it really was. It's when you go into a movie like that, and you're like, well, it's gonna be wholesome. That's fine. And to leave there just Ugh. so like, hey, that was freaking awesome. <laughs> Gave a dollar to a little kid. <laughs> Buy yourself something nice. Go and then, he, and then, and then he said, won't you be my neighbor? Yeah. And he got Start his, 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 his lip left. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I didn't, I honestly did not have a lot of honorable mentions. This was kind of my list uh, right there because uh, I think you hit it. It was just an mm-hmm. underwhelming year. Uh, my honorable mention was the John Wick 3. Uh, absolutely. Uh I mean, family films, Toy Story 4 was yeah, on the cusp. I, I they didn't couldn't even make though. my whiteboard. I couldn't because it wasn't as good as 3. It wasn't mm. as good as the other one. It still was very, very good. I enjoyed it. Same with Frozen 2. Really enjoyed that. But if I'm talking best movies, I can't put it at the best movies. Here's the surprisest omission. Su- most the most surprise. Surprisest. Hello, cocktails. Surprise. Uh, <laughs> the most surprising omission out of three people talking about movies from 2019. The Joker, not what nobody, yeah. nobody. I didn't see it. Okay, same here. Never seen it, but I, I just, I don't, I don't know if I'd have it in there, yeah. even if I did see it, because I think you said it. Like you, you had a two and a half. You liked Joaquin Phoenix's yep. performance, but you just said it's almost too much. It's yeah. too dark. Like I just was, I was wondering, but I forgot. That if you guys haven't seen it, then obviously it's yeah. not going to make the cut. But no, like boy, that would seems like one of those more popular movies that people are going to want to be in the conversation for yeah. 2019. Seems like the trend you pick be. there. Well, Joker. Joaquin Phoenix is going to be nominated for yeah. Best Actor for sure. I think there's no question. But yeah, I don't... I, truly, no no I, argument. Yeah. I'm always about... We t- joke about it on the pod. I'm always about two or three mo- years behind in my movie watching experience. Uh, you're our recent review guy, but that's... Uh, I don't think even with other movies that came out this year, us I'd be curious on... Uh, I'm getting caught up. So this is usually the Dave uh, cycle of movies, how it works out. All these big releases that happen, uh, I usually buy on Black Friday that I miss throughout uh, the year. Did so you purchase us? I did. Uh, really? Well, it's going to end up under the tree mm-hmm. on Christmas morning. Shelby uh, went shopping. You got for, it for CC for Christmas? <laughs> yeah, well, uh, there's, you know, there's random people that go shopping for me. That's probably going to be from Jordan. So oh. to Dave from Jordan, us, uh, Jordan Peele. No. Uh, so oh, okay. There's always that little 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 jokes for me. Yeah, uh, you know, it's it's always some fun stuff that's under the tree for Dad. Uh, one that I thought I remember talking about it so much at the beginning of the year, and I was so disappointed in it. It was still good. I still really liked it. I, I thought yesterday was going to be one of those movies I just loved. I actually uh, still did see really it based good. on your review. Did I, you see I, it? No, I bought it. Oh, oh, moved oh. it to the back of the bus. 
Well, that one was uh, purchased by Danny uh, today from Danny, so you'll be able to borrow it uh, after Christmas morning. So, uh, but that's that's our recap of 2019. Like we talked about, this would be the time we're about to take a month off. All right, we're about to take a month off. If you're like, oh, what am I supposed to do? I got to travel around at Christmas, and I'm not going to have the boys from Don't Forget the Popcorn. This is the part that you're going to want to hit pause. We're giving you that super size episode for the holidays. You, if you want to have a, an episode for next week or maybe New Year's Eve or whatever it will be, <laughs> like ringing in New Year's Eve, hey, uh, I know i got a New Year's party, or do we want to hear the Giant Hughes Top 5? This is the time that you hit pause. Pick us up. You got like elevator music or some intermission music that. It's like Girl from Ipanema. Dave and Wes are breaking down the movies. All right. There it is. There's your intermission. You hopefully have just hit play. We're going into the top five John Hughes movies. And I want to give you guys the floor first and just go, what do you. What makes. John Hughes so popular. What is it about his movies that just resonate with both of you? You know, whoever wants to take the start on this one. Oh boy, it's I was I knew this question was going to be asked, and I still really don't know how to answer it or how I feel about. The, I know why I like John Hughes. It just all of his movies have that feel good sense to it, where you're going to have good dialogue. You're going to have that, uh, you know, the. I feel like the the good character, the opposite ends of the track, yeah, yeah, you got kind the of thing. Antagonist in yep. there, yeah. No, the antagonist, protagonist. There yep, we go, yep. Pete. Thanks. But uh, filling in for Dave. Yeah. So to really pinpoint why I like Hughes, boy, I don't. You know, I don't know, Pete. What's uh, what really I think I, I think I seen this is where I was talking earlier. I can relate because you know uh, his first movie. That's where I cut myself yeah. off last time. Was in uh, 1984. Mr. Mom. Was Mr. Mom? It was Mr. Mom. And, or it was 83. I was okay. nine years old. So you liken movies all the time to watching movies when so you were imprints. nine imprints and ten. And yeah. around those times. I can re- still remember my mom sitting me down with good old Michael mm, Keaton and watching is. Mr. Mom happen. And like, you know, a little bit of a serious movie where he, he loses yep. his job and then now is taking care of things while his, his wife has got the big promotion. But like I can still, you said it imprints. I can still remember, you know, the 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 nunny, the vacuum cleaner yep. chasing around, like the whole, the, like the whole spectrum. And like that was Man. classic, and that was number one out the gate with them. Yep. grabbing, you know, Keaton back then. Um, I'm sad to say I haven't seen Mr. Mom, and I was it was one of those I was really trying to looking for an excuse oh, to you're be like Keaton just never, a huge Keaton guy. It's it's classic the the facial expressions yeah. he throws out and the you know that whole thing. Is it funny it's when he Keaton. says to the kids, "You want to get nuts? Let's get nuts." <laughs> Breaks the dish down, I have a picture of him having an apron on. But it's and I th- boy, I, you hit it on the nose there. It's when you watch these movies, you rem- almost remember where you're at when you're yeah. first watching them and you're putting yourself in that it takes you back to being, you know, 10, being, you know, 6 or whatever. And first taking these movies, so almost when you go back to rewatch them, like you know, rewatching the movie, I'm going to talk about Dutch later, not to jump too far ahead, but a huge movie that a whole a, a lot of people probably haven't seen, but it's one of those I remember first watching it with my dad and how much he loved you know Ed O'Neill in that movie. So it yeah. just you see that it brings a smile to your face, and then I you know, to buy obviously, a pinky ring after the, that yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> the, just the huge writing and everything just brings it all together. So what what I love about 
a Hughes movie, and I always make that comparison to Judd Apatow, just because I think he's kind of our modern yeah, day. Exactly. John I was Hughes. gonna say, like, because I'm ten years older than yeah. you guys, so so as I'm as I'm laying these things out, you know, I got his movies in '83, '84, '85. You're basically going nine years old, ten yeah. years old, eleven years old, twelve, you know, all the way up until uh, you know, like Home Alone. You guys, like, that's that's up there for yep. you guys. I'm 16, and it's still it's still laugh out loud funny and all that, you know. So. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, I think that's what it is about the John Hughes. Is it's, it's funny for younger audiences. They're not over the top like raunchy. Like even Christmas Vacation, PG thirteen. Like it, it would be one of those that I I would feel fine watch. Like Katie could yeah. watch it all, and she she'd be fine. Some of the stuff would go over her head, but adults are going to enjoy. I mean, Home Alone is the perfect litmus test of that because you have when I watched it as a nine year old and absolutely adored it. Uh, and be like, oh, is this going to hold up? Yeah, every kid, every generation yeah. after that still loves that movie. My kids love that movie. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it, it holds up completely. And I think it's because every John Hughes movie, there's an underlying sweetness to it. There's just an underlying... Yep. It's like the evolution of man in every yes. movie. Like, you start off, boy, this guy is terrible. This guy is, you know, good. And all of a sudden, at the very end, and a lot of these, yeah. well, now they're, you know... They came together. They overcame something. There's a feel-good aspect to every one of his movies. There's just, there's really good physical comedy in all of his movies. There's just good sight gags. There's almost kind of skits, if you will. Yeah. Uh, Every single one that, you know, we talk about great outdoors. You look at the bat scene. Uh, You know, even Home Alone. Gosh, I mean, the whole last 20 minutes are physical gags. Uh, Vacation. Christmas Vacation. I mean, all these movies have great physical comedy in them as well. Uh, And it's just... Dialogue is funny. There's good one-liners. I mean, he's obviously, we watched the movies that made us, and he's so a prolific writer. What, he wrote Home Alone in a weekend or a week? Right. It's something insane of just, like, typing away and, and being able to just crank out all these different things. And did you see, this is just a quick side, and I'm probably stealing a tidbit from you. I love that he had, like, a, a pen name for some of his scripts. Yeah. Maybe, like, even video games, like Edmund Dantes or something like mm-hmm. that was uh, how he would write for some of the different random things. Like, uh, Beethoven 4, John Hughes's name's not going on that. <laughs> We're putting, uh, Mr. Edmund Dantes. I was wondering that because... Actually, I was going to ask you about that because I start seeing different names on there. I'm like, this is a huge. What the, who yeah. the heck is this guy? Oh, good. Nice. Nice drop. Just in case it flops. It, right? Yep. <laughs> yep. Some people, uh, you know, put that pen name on it. But I tell you what, another big, you know, you made the Apatow assimilation there. He carries a lot of his characters through oh, the movies. Yeah. Very similar to, I mean, heck, uh, career opportunities. Have anybody seen Career Opportunities here? John was, Candy's in Career Opportunities. Oh, is he? No I couldn't believe that. I'm like, the Candyman. Was that Michael Probably J. Fox? Probably gave him 24 hours. No, uh, it's the guy from Pulp Fiction that, uh, that, uh, Vincent, no, that Vincent Vega takes his uh, pop and drinks it the whole way down. Burger. That is one tasty burger. Is a Corona burger? No, it's. I think you get that cast of characters. Obviously, working with with a lot of similar people in a lot of his movies, and, and you know, kind of having that thread yep. throughout his movies. So, uh, it, it's going to be fun to break down and look at it. I'm, I'm very interested of how many we're going to have like cross section because yeah. it'll be really interesting to see Pete's differences, uh, our differences uh, on where we're at on some of these movies. So, I'm really excited to dive in. Uh, I think we got to go snake draft. We'll start with you. Come around uh, to Pete, then to me, and then I'll give my floor. Like we'll go back and forth that way, uh, and you know, explaining why they're there. So here we go. Let's get started. Oh, we should say, 
uh, because of John Hughes, kind of similar how we did with Quentin Tarantino. We didn't want to just limit ourselves to John Hughes directed movies because that's only like eight, mm-hmm. and Curly Sue ain't walking through that door. Uh, so that is <laughs> yeah, one of those that I think he's stay tuned. Stay tuned. So I had so many puns going through my head at that time, but I locked up for a second. So we're, we're definitely looking at uh, written. Produced or directed, all of those would fall under that John Hughes umbrella. No because characters. as we found out, <laughs> well, here's a great example: Home Alone. Yeah. Right? Home Alone. Uh, he only produced it and wrote it, but his fingerprints were all over. He was on the movie set every day. Mm-hmm. He handpicked Chris Columbus because Chris Columbus worked with him on another movie and he liked him, so he handpicks him. Like it's a John Hughes movie, even I though it might not be directed by him. That's why we wanted to make sure that we opened it up enough and had that. All right, here we go. Wes Ledesma, number five, John Hughes. Where are you starting us? A lot of good choices here, Dave. I was in between two today, so I had to uh, make a decision. Caught. Popped popped a a John Hughes in right before the pod. I'm giving Weird Science my number five John Hughes movie. Blinded him with science. It was was between two, and I'll talk about that at the the honorable mentions at the end. But... To me, this, and it's, we talked about how the, you remember where you were when you first on my head and I thought about it. <laughs> <laughs> but then Kristen walked in. <laughs> but Anthony Michael Hall in this, it's, I'm not sure how old he is when he's acting in, or when he does weird science. I think it's 17. But my, Michael Hall today. But you just, how was he not a bigger star growing up? Because he had such, like the, like a, like a charismatic for a younger sure. kid. Funny, you know, just really good acting chops throughout, you know, a lot of John Hughes. And uh, I love the blues bar scene in this one. That is something that's always going to, you know, stand out to me. Kicking the family jewels. What do you mean the family? She did what? She did what? (laughs) That whole aspect. So, number five, I got to give Weird Science. Weird Science. I have not seen Weird Science since I was probably six years old. Uh, which six. Probably like shouldn't have watched six. it. Six. What can I say, Dino? She's into malacas, man. <laughs> <laughs> he said malacas. So it's definitely one of those things that it's uh, it's pretty. It's not on the top of my memory. Yeah. Uh, when we look at that, and that's, so I feel like that's why I had to sneak it in because I'm like, boy, I know I like science. Let me let me dive back in. Let me let me see what old Johnny Hughes is all, all right. about. Let's go to Pete. He's number five. I was. Uh, it's funny that you mentioned Weird Science when Dave, uh, you know, invited me back on for this. I was drooling a little bit because I absolutely love John Hughes. And it, the cool thing too is like when you say it's a Hughes movie, you already have like a mental image of what you're about to get. Yeah. Um, and I, I imagine agree. there's an anomaly here or there. I, I, I've never watched any of those, but uh, uh, Weird Science was the first one I popped back in. And you mentioned Anthony Michael Hall. I actually wrote down on that day Anthony Michael Hall, not bad at all. Like he was young, like he was young, and his acting chops were good. Yes. Oh, he's the writing for works. that candy bar and that the yeah. stuff in there. Oh my goodness, that was that was uh, that was a funny bar setup. Still but, gets uh, a ton of work. I, I think it was Johnny B. Good that shot down Anthony Michael Hall. You guys, that, that's Are you being serious? I, no, I have no idea. <laughs> it was it was an absolute flop. Yeah. It was where he was the high school quarterback going to college. Anyways, uh, my number five. I really was going back and forth on this for a bit. And and I changed to one that I was like, you know what? I, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a decision here, and I'm gonna go with one that I haven't seen in a long time, only because every time that I started thinking about it, uh, Sixteen Candles. 
16 yes. Candles is my number five, and it probably should be higher. And the only reason it's not higher is simply because I haven't viewed it in a long time. But as I started to go back through Farmer Ted, pulling out all the stops and doing what he does and that, you know, it, it's it's it was there's a lot of good laugh out loud moments in that. There's a lot of stuff that's completely repeatable. You know, like, uh, you know, I can... The Joan Cusack and the constant neck brace yeah. throughout the movie. <laughs> I, I, I mold Grandpa's lawn because of his hyena. That's hernia! <laughs> you know, like, it's, there's just so many one-liners. And again, I haven't seen this movie in at least a decade. It's probably been 20 years. Oh, I, I can still pull lines. That line. It's great. I, I'm going to have to... Um, we're in the trust tree, right? Yeah. Trust tree. <gasps> oh, no. I've never seen 16 mm, candles. I know what January is going to look like. I know, well... I'm going to say this. January well, for you too, I feel like you need to see one of two, and they're really similar. So I, we'll yeah. see if you've seen the other one. Well, I'm going to go. That that's not going to be my one of my resolution movies. I'm going to add that to it. What do you mean? It's not. It's going to be. be I it'll decide. Be the I decide. It'll be the. No, we don't. Do we? Do we get the pick for each other? I thought that was kind of how. I thought yeah. you guys did no. a bounce back last no, year. No, no, we picked our. Oh, maybe we did. Yeah, yeah that's right. Guys, I think it was the, I can't believe you guys haven't, you haven't yeah. seen this. You should watch it here. Yeah, well, I, Brown, I'm right, not going to pick Coco. We'll, we'll talk about that more. <laughs> Jackie We'll Brown, talk about right? that more. No, sorry. No, it was, but I. I sorry, Colonels. Yeah, we, we'll figure it out. Uh, so my number five, and this is right now, you talk about coin flips. I'm right there, and I don't know if I'm, I think I'm influenced by the, the time of year, the season. Tis the season. I went with Miracle on 34th Street, the remake. Uh, it is <sighs> the remake. Oh, 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 sorry, sorry. Yeah, I, the <laughs> remake. Sorry, Wes, it's not in black and white. You've it's never seen color. it. You were just talking about how much you love Mara Wilson and uh, Richard Attenborough. The, uh, I, I dig Matilda. John I'll, ride, I'll ride for Matilda. John <laughs> Matilda. <laughs> so, Miracle on 34th Street, you're taking a classic. And I know some people are like, ah, why even touch the beloved classic, but I love the way that John Hughes updated mm-hmm. it. That's that John Hughes magic of the pen is taking something that is that beloved classic or that's something that's well-known and just really making it its own. Uh, there was enough twists to this. The cast was phenomenal in it. Uh, like you said, John Hammond, uh, I know this, it's Richard yeah. Attenborough, I think is his actual name. He is knock it out of the park, fantastic as Santa Claus. Uh, Mara Wilson Absolutely yeah. delightful, yeah. Uh, and then you get uh, gosh, I can't, I always forget his name. It's like Dermot Moroni. I was gonna uh, say he looks like Dermot the, Moroni though. It is, it is that guy. Yep. It is one of the Dylan McDermott. There it Dylan is. McDermott. It's, it's one of those. Uh, it's, there's like when a you can't afford Dermot Moroni, you call Dylan McDermott. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it, it's just a great cast. It's really well done. I feel like I'm being influenced by the season a little bit here. Uh, no, I believe no, it. Yeah, it's, it's 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 just that sweet. Uh, and I also am going to cheat. <laughs> My number four. I'm combining. Can I combine? I won't combine. I won't cheat then. No, no, no <laughs> combine. What do you got? Combine. Well, combine. my number four. Hey, and I, won't, I, won't, I won't. I won't. I won't. Number four. Kiss his ass. Kiss my ass. Kiss your ass. <laughs> uh, Christmas vacation. I'm going to go with that one. Yep. Uh, that's where now you see where I'm going with combine. So now you might know it just didn't quite make the cut. And I think the reason why I have to go with Christmas Vacation, I watch it every year. It still holds up. I still laugh at so many different things. And you get a little, we talk about Home Alone and how that's a movie that I'm going to chuckle at and and have the lines that I use all the time. How many, Pete knows this, how many times do I look at you and I'll take a sip of whatever it will be? It could be just a glass of water. It's good. It's good. good. Oh, yeah. It's good. 
whatever it will be. And you, you just look at Chevy Chase in that. The the Ray Charles. Oh, Christmas is the time of year. We were just, just, we just over at Boyle's house. Yeah. Also, there, was there a squirrel in that oh, tree? Right. Squirrels! <laughs> <laughs> it was. You, you look at that snot song. You, you look at all the great things. Cousin Eddie. Just fantastic in that. How many times have we said crappers full? Yeah. Uh, you know, looking at that, the the bend over, and I'll show you uh, for where you're gonna put that tree. Uh, oh, Why I is just... the carpet wet, Todd? I don't know, Margot. <laughs> <laughs> so you have it there. We could probably we could probably oh, recite the done. entire All movie. All right, scene one. Go. So that's <laughs> it. Uh, that is my number four Christmas vacation, and I think people would. I think that's probably a little low. Maybe, maybe it'll show up on the other list here. We'll see. But that's that's my number four Christmas vacation. John Hughes to a T. I uh, the one-liners from that movie are solid. Uh, Peter and I ran out to Cluck's Nursery today, put on our bib overalls, and went out in that wind. I know you're a big fan of the real field day. Real field is negative seven. Real Scoop, field Remington scooping a tree for uh, scooping a score for mom's house, and. Uh, uh, Peter was like, this is so cold. And I went, Aubrey's eyes are frozen. And he was like, what? And I was like, Christmas vacation. He was like, ah. She can't see. Her eyes are frozen. Um, my number four, I have a feeling that this is going to be on my list and not on your guys' list. And this was, uh, and I mean, it, it's it's a it's a popular enough Baby's movie. Baby's Day Out. Uh, Beethoven 4. Five. Isn't uh, um, Pepper Potts in the uh, Pepper? You sell with the Pepper Potts? We did that this Is Ferris Bueller's Day Off? Ooh, uh, it's it was classic Broderick. It was an absolute clutch. Boom, like boom, I'm bump. What a typical choice. No, I'm just kidding. I love it. It's not on your guys' list. I was 12, getting close to going into high school. Ferris Bueller, like, epitomized all the cool kids that were, you know, wearing, like, yeah. vests How many and times did you try the hot, uh, the hot, like, washcloth or whatever you <laughs> had to fake the fever? Zero. No, uh, never? I was a good kid. Yeah, yeah. Once or twice, I'm sure. You know, Deanna probably was watching Ferris Bueller. God dang it, Wes, again? <laughs> I feel like every kid wanted a synthesizer <laughs> yeah, after that was done so they could do all that stuff, but, like... The, the Chicago scenes, I mean, Hughes being a homer for Chicago and all that yeah. is Chicago. I got Jennifer Grey uh, Dirty Dancing because of that. Really? Yeah. I always, see, I've seen Dirty Dancing before Bueller, so I always thought that came before. Huh. I'm like, ah, why, why, is, uh, why is Baby taking a lesser role here? <laughs> well, nobody puts her in a corner. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> I just think of that. Well, you, you nailed it. I listened to it. I think either today I had to rewind it two times when you did the Edie McClurg that you, you'll throw out your hip and or whatever yeah. you just nailed it with the shouldn't oh. be throwing anybody with your bad knee <laughs> the Bueller Bu all that do you know how many times that your your son's been absent nine times nine, nine? times nine <laughs> times and it's beep 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 everybody trying to hack it it's it's a fantastic throw to that era right, and that's. And I think you're going to see that from a lot of Hughes movies here. There's always yes. going to be something that you're going to reuse today. Like, try to say something that, you know, eh, how many times is that? Nine? Nine? You're always going to yeah. slide into Ed Rooney right there if you have to say that nine times. Want a gummy Actually, bear? times. They're warm. They've been in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> but, well, I, mean, I think as a teacher, we probably oh, use God. it all the time, though. Sullivan. 
Sullivan. Yeah, absolutely. If the kid's not there, I, I can't tell you how many times I go to that wall. And I mean, these kids don't know. That's from 1986. That's like us watching Gone with the Wind. It's the, uh, that big of a Having Nick difference. Mueller in class oh, and God, going. Uh, and, and Nick Mueller yeah. was the, the quietest kid you would ever have. He would just. So he'd be there and you'd still say his Yo, name three times. Every day. Like every I said here. Honors <laughs> Algebra 2. Mueller. 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 <laughs> no? No. Oh. And I was, then it. I would throw it. Somebody saw him getting sick at the 31 Flavors. <laughs> <laughs> and the kids would say, you're like, oh, Mr. Yeah. Remington's lost his and mind. And even on top of it, you could throw out any movie. Those kids don't watch that. Not to do a Ferris Bueller deep dive here, but what is 31 Flavors? Mm. Baskin-Robbins. Mm-hmm. So they're hanging out at a Baskin-Robbins? Yeah. yeah. Well, you say that so like uh, it's supposed to be common knowledge. No, I'm saying I, I'm that's what it was. I've drawn Bass the Baskin Roberts on Euclid and uh, North Union. There, there is not a congregation out around <laughs> one a.m. Or, it just depends. I mean, it's, <laughs> we used to go to Big Boy. I think once in a while we try and sneak <laughs> a in a point, good. Yeah. Maybe that was their Big Boy. Maybe in Chicago <laughs> yeah. the Baskin Robbins are a little I, bit bigger. I don't know. I think it was just some of my friends saw them. Yeah. Throw up at Thirty One Flavors, get sick. Nice, nice number four. I nice number it. four. Love it. Love Good it. to have Ferris Bueller on the list. Wesley? Uh, what number am I on? Four? Number four. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Mentioned it beforehand. I'm going with Dutch. Given Ed O'Neill's Dutch. And if you haven't seen the movie... I would have loved to, but I was it's supposed got to shoot it on Saturday. Oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> that's right. I would have been able to watch it. Shooter McGavin. You have not seen Shooter it. Shooter McGavin yeah. plays, oh, the, plays the... So there's a... Um, it's about a jump rope? <laughs> There's a, a divorced family here. We got the kid that's off at private school. Shooter McGavin plays the uh, like the estranged dad who's never really there. He's an elitist, and the mom is dating this blue collar worker. Enter Ed O'Neill. Oh, yeah, like, well, perfect fit. Perfect cast for this because I almost Jay feel like they it. took they took Al Bundy, put him. I mean, they you know tamed him down to John Hughes level. But my, you get shades of Al Bundy in there for him. I mean, when he picks up the fireworks, because this kid is a really, you know, like a stuffed shirt. You know, he's he's very elitist. He thinks he's, you know, he's folding his napkin when he's, you know, eating his little meal in his dorm room, stuff like that. What do you eat with Dutch? Your hands? Yeah, he's cutting his <laughs> Snickers with a knife and fork. You know, Costanza would hate him. But and then you, like you say, you enter this Dutch, this blue collar guy, and they try. He's trying to take him home for uh, it's Christmas, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, Christmas. Taking break. him home for Christmas. High jinks ensues, Dave, along the road there. They end up hitchhiking with some hookers. They uh, they lose their <laughs> wallet. Uh, it's kind of a little Plains Trains. Uh, very much so. Very much so. And so, and this was a movie that, like I mentioned before, I first watched The Old Man, and he loved it so much. Just so many things that he found just absolutely hilarious with Ed O'Neill that naturally, you know, now I think is hilarious because, ah, yeah, that's right, I remember the old man laughing, you know, laughing <laughs> his butt off for that one. So it's always, I bought it on Blu-ray for the love of God. So it's... Did you get it was, in? Yep. It was Did a, it hold up as well as you? Yeah. 100%. Nice. I like I said, it's this. one of those that it just it takes you back a bit. So I was so anti... Married with children. I just was never a married with yeah. children fan when I was out. Like it just, no. I didn't get it. I think I was too young, and I just, I never liked that. I never liked the Peg Bundy hair. Yeah. I was just never a fan of married with children. So I was never an Ed O'Neill fan until Little Giants. I think is when I first started kind of warming up to him a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, now I love him. After yeah, I don't know. Butts. I don't have a sundial. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I definitely want to get a viewing of this in now because I dis- discounted it just because Ooh, that's of the right. You got Bundy. the modern family. Yeah. And now I, I love Ed O'Neill. That's a, 
I think this might be a young Jay Pritchard going to pick oh, up, going to pick up Manny. Manny. Oh, yeah, and then, in fact, if you can picture it like that, I think that might be pretty close to that how they are with like a this really fantastic. ritzy kid. And then you got the blue collar closet guy. Can't wait. Can't <laughs> so number wait. four, Dutch. <laughs> Excellent. All right. Ooh, I get the I get the oh, no, oh, yeah, get that's the right. The bullet. Get the back. Flip get the take the QB the wide receiver combo here. Little little. <laughs> so number three, I'm gonna kind of go John Hughes chalk. Breakfast Club. Yeah. Scenes, lines, it's some of the most iconic, just lines. visual moments that you'll get from a movie. Don't from the, you. Yeah, see, you know, you get the bull. Forget or, about me. Ask for the horns, you'll get the bull, or? Yes. There it is. <laughs> you mess with the two bull. Two weeks. You mess with the two bull, weeks, you get the yeah. horns. I got you for two weeks, Benda. And just, the principle's great. That was my first, and again, I seen Mighty Ducks before this movie, so... This was me seeing Gordon Bombay in detention, for the love of God. So that was that was awesome. Gordon Bombay was in detention in Mighty Ducks yeah, as well. He that's got true. Put in prison. Uh, that's a good point. So actually, Gordon showed a path of uh, you know troubled adolescence, if you will. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so the soundtrack, obviously, and how can we forget that ending clip? <laughs> the <laughs> fist in the air. I mean, just I feel like I. I used to drive away every yeah. time I every time I'd leave family video for me. <laughs> no. Just the the hand in the air as I'd go away. Just so will you stop? <laughs> when Weston, no, I love it. You know I love the break. So I don't know why it started. I don't know how it started, but we always had to when you work at family video. You take the end of the night deposit to the bank, and so there's no shenanigans. You'd always follow to make sure yep. that the person gotcha. dropped the deposit in, so nobody could question or anything like that. So Wes was always the the front guy. T- putting the deposit in, I was behind, and Wes would turn left on Saginaw Road. I'd turn right to go home, and it would never fail. As soon as he would make the turn, the fist would come out. It didn't matter if it was winter or summer. He'd give me the Judd, the Judd Nelson as he was turning, and I, the, the biggest grin on my face. It was just he'd breakfast club it. I don't know how it started, but that was our goodbye. Uh, the, maybe, the maybe you don't want me to forget about air. you. Yeah. Yeah, there's nothing better. <laughs> Nothing better. I had to put ju- had to put Breakfast Club in there at number three, though. Do you think it was elevated by the not another teen movie with some of the scenes that were in there? Stop. Yeah, I, that's what I always think. Uh, no, definitely not no. elevated. Right. Definitely not elevated. Right. I just like it. I like, I like it. that it brought it back into our consciousness, though, right around Good there. Stop. I always like, <laughs> love that part. All right, Pete, you're number three. Uh, my number three, I'm. I'm going with uh, one of my new watches, uh, recent watch, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Yes! It was, uh, I like, I definitely could remember, you know, the, where are your hands? You know, like, you can remember <laughs> that scene. I could, re- for some odd reason, always stuck in my head when they're in the back of the truck, and it's, oh, cold did you say it is outside? One. One degree. <laughs> one. Like, but, like, those are probably the only two scenes that I recall. <laughs> and I was watching this just, like, laughing out loud, pausing it, wiping the tears. There were so many damn one-liners <laughs> in this that I was just like, this is top shelf. Yeah, and, and it, made it, me, it was great. It Some made fingers me wanna, and an extra. <laughs> absolutely. That is, that is 100% one of the lines that I just, I just absolutely slapstick humor um, and like you said, the absolute uh, John Hughes feel good ending. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know, and you guys summarized it. You're messing with very the wrong well. guy. But like, that's the, there's just so many of those one liners. And I was texting you guys while the things were happening. Yep. So like, but the yeah, you know, when how about the guy, the the dude that comes to pick up uh, Owen? 
It yeah, was, that, that, was, uh, that was my, uh, yeah. that was my, uh, that was my rev horn. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. But yeah, when, when he's, when he's complaining to him about how annoying he is, when, uh, Steve Martin's complaining to Del Griffith about how annoying, you're so annoying. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm not perfect like you. I'm sorry that my feet uh, don't stink. And he's like, you got some of your quirks too. You got some of your quirks. Oh, like what? Name them. Well, you've got yours. You know what would make me happy? And he had mentioned that he uh, grabs his junk a bit. And he's like, you know what would make me happy? Well, if you had a couple more balls and an extra set of fingers. <laughs> like, just lines like I that. I honestly like, think that was one of the funnier lines. Because yeah. Candy was so quick with it. It was, it was absolute <laughs> sheer wit. Uh, it, it's, that's, it was fantastic watching it. It was to the point where I didn't bring it back tonight because, like, Jody was like, oh, we'll watch. We'll we'll. That was the we'll f- throw it back. No, in. no, that wasn't the first. Yeah, just the first. Yes, yeah. I had seen pieces when it was like TBS time. Yep. So you'd catch it yeah. in passing, but I'd never seen it start to finish. So nice. my number three was a first viewing. It's planes, trains, and automobiles. Oh, really? Yeah. Because it was. So this is how I love piggybacking. Oh, that's off awesome. Of, yeah. I love piggybacking off of what you said because I, I ashamedly admitted on that last pod when we did it two pods ago when we broke down planes, trains, we kind of went in blind. Knew it was there. We wanted a Thanksgiving-themed yep. movie and knew that was a Thanksgiving-themed movie. And not knowing what I was going to expect. And I was kind of let down the week before by Gre- Great, Great Outdoors when we did that. I'm like, ah, that just didn't hold up. and It wasn't as funny as people made it out to be. So I kind of went into this with low expectations. And I, I loved it. I loved it, like to the point of exactly what you said. I think when you bring it back, I'm watching it again. I'm going to be watching Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. It will be a yearly watch around holiday time of just looking at it because there is so many great things. And and I was laughing so hard at parts. I miss things. I know I miss mm-hmm. things and the, the different lines. And I don't know if it's – I love the John Candy hair in it. He just looks like such a goofball. I, um, and, <laughs> but what I love – He looks like he might sh- sell I shower the montage yeah. when he's <laughs> selling shower rings. Yes. All the kids. It's made out of pure hu- helium. Yeah. Yeah, they make you look older. You probably could pull off 18. <laughs> I, I love uh, how everybody loves him, though. Yes. Like, he – everybody People loves him like except me. Steve. My customers yeah. like me. Yeah. And, and you can see why. Like, when mm-hmm. he comes in, he's got the folksy jokes. Uh, you know, it's, uh, well, what, I'm a, uh, what was the millionaire line? I know I brought it up. On the oh, a million dollars short of being a millionaire? Yeah, that was his, <laughs> the, guy, the guy at the hotel loved it. He had all these random uh, things that he would have, and it's all kind of filling the void that was left by his wife. And it was just that at the end where it just comes together. It, it mm. just shows, and I don't know if, and I actually think it would be. I think it's the ending that solidifies this movie and just makes it that much more of a classic because it would have been funny regardless, but I think what makes something an all-time classic is how it all culminates together. And then when you see the end, it just fills in so much more. And that's why I want to go back and watch it, kind of knowing what that was. Uh, And I was getting an inkling. I, I mentioned it on the previous pod. You were kind of getting that feeling that something was up, uh, especially at the hotel that they crashed into. Yes. uh, And they were having the beers and splitting that. But it was definitely uh, a great movie. I was surprised at how much I loved it. I shouldn't have been because I've heard the rave reviews from so many people. Uh, So I'm right with you. Planes, Trains, and Automobiles is my number three. And moving on. We're getting into it now. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. The top of the top. And... I just have to say I'm offended. 
I'm offended. I'm disappointed. How dare you say I would leave Ferris Bueller off my list? Oh, this guy's not taking a day off. Ferris Bueller's day off. It's phenomenal. Think of when he's trying to run home. Uh, you know, he's jumping over the, God. jumping over everything. Like yeah. Stewie Griffin did it great. It did. Hi, I'm Stewie. It's all those different parts. And so many good quotes. Life moves mm-hmm. pretty fast. If you don't stop and look around once in a while, I could miss it. It's a tattoo right there. No, right on no, the back. Yeah. But I believe if you look at my Smaller Facebook, that's probably still a quote. That was my original <laughs> quote on Facebook when I joined in 2004. I think I have a Maximus he quote. It does it. It says, Do don't stop believing. Keep the party started. <laughs> Gen- insert generic quote. Well, it is. It's the classic. Uh, God, I know there's uh there's a Dumb and Dumber quote on there. I don't think I've ever updated it. I don't think I've ever updated it. When you guys are doing it, I might bring up my Facebook because that's what Facebook used to be is looking at the profile. So the yeah. quotes were a big thing. You look at people's quotes, and that was – I know I had the Ferris Bueller quote on there. I just I think of how horrible his buddy felt when the – Corvette goes in reverse and uh, crashes out. Love the fact that he's wearing the Red Wings jersey. Uh, awesome. Gordy Howe. Cameron. Cameron's right there. You, you have. Cameron was in think Egypt's of the, land. How, Let my Cameron go. <laughs> uh, you, well, that was really good. That was some good harmonizing here on DFTP. You also look at the parade scene. How iconic is that? Oh, absolutely. Yes. Dark as shade. Yeah. Well, don't you get twist and shout in there as oh, well? Oh, yes, yes. Oh, there's just so many great parts. And how many times have you been worried if you played hooky, you're going to get caught at the baseball game or whatever? Absolutely. Or at the movies. I mean, wherever. It's, it is classic. <laughs> it is classic Hughes. Of how relatable it is, and it just is right in that teenage comedy, and I miss it. This is the type of movie I miss. I don't feel like you get. There's not a lot of raunch to this. It's just good. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I can't. This is this is it. I'm I'm becoming an old person. (laughs) It is good, clean fun. Good, clean fun. (laughs) Good, clean clean fun. Good, clean fun. Yeah. I I want these movies for these new generations. It's all. It's got to be hyper crazy yep. it's all because even i mean you even uh, think of the movies we just like long shot and book smart yeah they, it's it's art the rated yeah, there, oh, there are you have to have that little edginess to it and there's i feel like the, the hangover the boys the hangover was like the first one that was like whoa really yeah. started. whoa this is uh, wedding crashers there's all those yeah, yeah that, just, which like wait, oh, over, I, I love, love. it's for us but there's nothing for those teenagers growing up now to just Really, let your middle mind. schooler go catch it, you know, yeah. that type of stuff, and you don't, don't you feel guilt free. There isn't, it. it's, it's rated R because those are the comedies that make the money, so that's what they put out. And it's it's kind of sad. I, I'd like to see a Ferris Bueller's Day Off type of movie get there, but that's why it's number two. Matthew Broderick, this could they remake this? Absolutely, I think you could. Because think is of it, has, has it been enough time to just reboot? We got Zach Efron as Ferris Bueller. Well, you couldn't do him, he's like 30 years old now, but. Finn Wolfhard would be Doesn't all look over a day it. over twenty one. <laughs> Boy, you are. You are uh, that's your, that's your, all you want for Christmas is Zach. Right, right back to bad grandpa over here. Should see the twinkle in his eye. Uh, but I, I think I think they could redo it because of technology. How would you hide? Being on Twitter and how would you you know scrub somebody's mm. social media? Well, Twitter, Snapchat, or whatever it would be. Like there'd just be it'd be fun. It'd be fun Ooh, to see how right. you that would, would be a good reboot. the technology part of it. How would you get 
all of that from people. Well, they kind of did it in Good Boys, give me right? A Jordan with Peele the drone. Redo this. Yeah. Give me, the, give, me the, be, give me that mind. It would be funny. It would be good. So that's my number two, Ferris Bueller. I know we talked about it a lot, but that's it for me. Number two for you, Pete. <sighs> Ferris Bueller's fantastic. Uh, number number two, I'm I'm sliding right into. So as I was going through these, like his list of movies is Nuts. so long. <sighs> you know, and some of these movies, like. You know, I did go Rotten Tomato scores to try to Ooh. take a look at what I'd want to watch, and I was taking a look at some uh, splits. You said Curly Sue's not walking through this door. <laughs> Your people, thirteen. Wes's people, fifty. Like wow. hmm, that's, that's a that's Curly good. Sue. That's, that's not a, good. That's a dumpster no, fire. Your boys, both you guys, liked Beethoven at some point. You said, eh, "Not bad, not bad." We were young. Yeah, critics' choice. 30, I do like Beethoven. Thirty-three. Yeah. Your it's people. The dog. Your people, thirty-five. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, well, they didn't. Yeah, not not oh, big apparently dog they fans. were old. <laughs> so like, like when, so Falcons how about fans. this? Planes, trains, and automobiles. Your people, Dave. It was nuts. It, it was, was uh, 80, 90, 92. 93. Your people. Ninety-two. Wes. Ninety-four. Ninety-eight. Eighty-seven. What? Is that nuts? The critics put it up higher than yeah, your. That's people, a Wes. rare. That it was. I remember the, looking uh, at that and thinking that's insane. How so great I was, was, I was, I was looking at that a little bit. That's kind of helped me determine what to watch a little bit too. Uh, making sure I got a planes, trains in. I actually watched also uh, a first time viewing with some kind of wonderful. Nice. Yeah, I'm not recommending that Ooh. to anybody. Ooh. I'm, I'm going 1.5 yeah. at best on that bugger. Wow. And, and that had high. That was like 80, 81 split. Like it was. Oh, Joe Cade is the uh, yeah. the it guy. In Eric the, uh, Stoltz. I'm sorry. Wow. Like it was and like the top three. I mean, uh, uh, Leah Thompson. Like that's a, yeah. a Pete Remington uh, teenage All crush the right, right there. Is that the uh, Tom Cruise right Leah moves. Thompson? Yeah, we've heard. That's oh yeah, Mike that's Peter's favorite. Mike Peters. That's a Mike Peters favorite. Shout out Mike. Um, so, in part of trying to name the top five, I was trying to go with like, what would you just repeatedly watch? You said it. Yes. I, I, Christmas yep. Vacation is my number two. Yeah. It, it is a repeated watch every single year. You know all the lines. You know all the characters. You can pick out a hundred favorite scenes. Ah, bless. Yeah. Yeah. Look, we got the ornament at the house. The ornament the it does the whole. Uh, <laughs> the blessing. She wrapped her cardigan. She wrapped her damn cat. The Chevy Chase, like straight out of <laughs> SNL. The way he like mm-hmm. little things that it, like when he would be on SNL and he'd come downstairs, he would tumble. Oh, he yeah? was like your yeah. fall man. Well, catch him on when he comes down the stairs running one of the times. He does the, the full post. He does the full like <laughs> feet sliding. They skip. Yeah. Watch his feet. They go right down to the bottom, and he steps up and kind of like staggers off. Yep. There's so many. I love that you bring that up because just you're thinking about him on the ladder where he's doing like he's. Oh, he the, does that the little hand, hand and in and, over and over like he doesn't know what to do. It, yeah. It's Chevy Chase through and through. The, the 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 you did the air motion. Nobody, you guys can't see it, but like oh, the, the, the cat in the box thing where he shakes it and then grabs it with his other hand. Like it's just that that physical humor of it all. But on top of it, like. You put it on every year, and yep. you watch it every year, and you still laugh. And you know the words, you know the next line, and you still laugh. I think when the colonels give their feedback on this episode, I think this is going to be some people's number one. Yeah, I really I do. It. I mean, it's. I think it's people absolutely love this movie for every good reason that you just listed, and could not agree more. And I was, you know, one of the things when I was looking at all the Hughes movies, I was shocked. Okay, so there was a part of me that was like, all right, so he started Vacation. And but like I, I was so my mind was like oh so he owns all the national lampoons, but then that's a no no just vacations yeah and and but not, not European not Vegas 
He, really? He does, own, he does own European. Yeah, very smart. He does own European. Cashed out before he went to Vegas. But he Not doesn't own Because I was like, that's that's, like that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's very oh. funny. Nick Papadopoulos. Oh, my goodness. I'm all set. Have you, you never seen it, have you? Yeah, I You've have. Never, oh. I have. They have oh. Wayne Newton in there. Like, he tries to seduce Beverly D'Angelo. Yeah. <laughs> Go to How the damn store. you. Get some damn bait. <laughs> All right, Love it. Wesley. Wesley's number two. Uh, number two, and we've talked about it before on the pot. We're going great outdoors, boys. Wow, <laughs> great I Great outdoors. It. <laughs> you said it's one of your favorite. Number two, and I just little little sound clip there. I love the ending credits of Great Outdoors. It's one of the, I think it's one of the I'm better best ways yours. to finish it. But I've gushed about it on one of the pods that we've done. You know, episode thirty nine. You got you got your candy man. You got Dan Aykroyd. Your girl in that Benny? Oh well. That goes, was it goes without saying. Sign right? delivered. I'm yours. <laughs> <laughs> so Great Outdoors is a movie that's always just it's withstood the test of time. I I hesitate to say I probably get a, a yearly watch, maybe a bi yearly kind of thing. It just it, it pulls you back to you you think about the family camping yep. trips. You, you think about the first time watching it with the pops because this is another one. In, oh I yeah, mean, imprinted for you. Yep, it's you know 1988, so when my four years old, obviously watching it with the dad a few years later, so pulls at the yeah. uh, pulls at the right strings there. So imagine, great outdoors, another Candyman. Imagine Dave and West trying to capture that. Yep, bat, exactly. Really the bat you. scene is just <laughs> absolutely you wonderful. Twist it. Just oh, he's he's heating the flu. Why the humans in here are freezing? <laughs> yeah, it, so number two with a bullet. Great outdoors, Davey. And I, I think that's the difference for you is you just grew up watching that mm-hmm. movie. Where I mean, I, I don't remember it that well. I know I watched it super young and just getting the recent review, not having yeah. the nostalgia with it. That's why I had to leave it off my top five. But I completely understand you putting yeah, it there. Yeah, that's it's one of my dad's favorite scenes. And yeah. I think I gave it as my favorite scene. Yep, there it is. Start. The old, Big Bear, Big Bear, chase me. <laughs> Big Bear, chase me. <laughs> yeah. Just the, the old 96 and yep. Grizzle and all. It's uh, got everything. So the, many. The bear getting his butt shut off. And it was, yeah. Yeah. It was like a, a skin <laughs> butt. Like skin. That, that is, I you guys were talking about it on the pod. And I was like, oh, please tell me one of your favorite scenes is that butt. Because like, I still would chill, Bart the like, bear. as a kid. Yeah, the, the movie credits you guys are talking about. Bart the Bear got my Silver 2 no award. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, good stuff. That's so, awesome. Yep, number two. And, and which leads you into... Dive right into number one. We've talked about it already today. Christmas Vacation. Look at that. I love this it. I love that it's on everybody. kicks off. I think we discussed this before. Home Alone kicks off your season for you. Christmas Vacation bookends it for me. I start and I like to finish with it. And it's, you know, you you talked about all the funny scenes. We talked about all the Griswold one-liners. Let me throw that attic scene at you. Yes. Sitting there. Let me let, let Christmas vo- Vacation pull at the heartstrings. Yeah. Christmas is the time of year. <laughs> what a wonderful <laughs> feeling. <laughs> All three. Yeah. I was digging deep for that one, Davey. <laughs> <laughs> Out there is that is that is that Mr. Charles? Charles? Is that Mr. Yeah, Charles? Yeah. All right, right, just making sure. The so you got the you're pulling at the heartstrings there. Just a little knot here, Russ. Yeah, you can get that out. So many classics. 
it never gets old. It nope. just never gets old. And so number one, easy choice it's for me. It's such a quick movie, too. It's perfect for Christmas. Yep. 90 minutes. I can't tell you how many times I've been wrapping presents. I'm going to be honest with you. I wish you, I, I wish you Irishman me with Christmas vacation. Yeah, I need I need three more. hours of Griswold <laughs> yeah. family vacation yeah. here. Fill up a couple more uh, crackers <laughs> <laughs> to empty out. Yeah, it's... it's it's quality. It's on all of our list. I think you can absolutely see yep. that. And I think there. it probably made my number one Christmas movies, too, when it we did. did this about it a did. year ago. It so did. we're going to hold it's true fitting. to a form. It's fitting. I read, and I'm going to throw out a random like fun fact. I want to say that it was either, I don't think it was just a John Hughes thing. Like the only uh, live action movie that opened with the animation as the opener yes. for it all. Like that's like maybe a. I would like to I double check that. that. Too. Like there's yeah, in its own song. Mm-hmm. Christmas. It was played today on uh, the over school. I think that soundtrack is incredible too. The Melikaliki Mock. Hey, oh yeah, yeah. I only know it from this, and you know I Melikiliki talked to Kristen about it. She said it's overplayed, and I'm like, what? No way. The Hawaiian Love Christmas it. song? Are yeah. you kidding me? On a bright Hawaiian Christmas day? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Blasphemy. All right. Pete, Pete number here we one. go. And I was keeping with the theme of things you can watch over and over. Uh, Home Alone. Yes. It's, it's it's my it's chalk. I get it, but it's I I love the show. I I adore it. You know Macaulay Culkin. Again, you mentioned earlier the whole recasting people. Uncle Buck, Macaulay Culkin. Yeah. Macaulay Culkin, Home Alone. Um, I made a couple notes on the other people that were recast. You got your Anthony Michael Halls, John Candy's, Molly Ringworms. Uh, you know, all <laughs> quality recasts, all quality shows, and uh, Home Alone's, the, the whole venue that you guys mentioned also yep. in the pod about the, the, the McAllister's house being used in Planes, Trains. Um, just it's I don't know it's everything iconic about Perfect. Christmas. Yeah, it's it's how you kick off your Christmas season with the family. Um, yeah, it's it's perfect. I, I I could gush all day long about you know like favorite scenes. Like you guys are talking about your favorite scenes. My favorite scene is is the uh, Kevin seeing his mom when they're at the tree and he she goes to the tree there and he turns around like that's the heartstring yeah. for me. It's like. There it is. There it is. That's the that's the Hughes. That's yeah. the that the one's just tuna. for me. That's the silver. That's the silver. That one's just that, for Pete. That's the silver tuna mop. <laughs> yeah, everybody's uh, gonna go out and buy some milk, eggs, and fabric softener. How long can get on that? Ah, <laughs> uh, well, Davey this boy? is anticlimactic because obviously, if you know me at all, my number one is clearly Home Alone. Yeah. Uh, with what I'm looking at, so I'm a, We don't want to just rehash and talk about Home Alone because that's my number one. If you want to know why, listen to me talk about it for 40 minutes last week. Previous pod plug. I like it. So, therefore, I'm going to use this time to talk about Home Alone 2. Yeah. Which I think is a fantastic sequel. It's not my number one, obviously. I left it off, but I I really look at that as a fantastic split and continuation of the story. And, yes, I know. You are taking the skeleton foundation of what Home Alone is, and you're just replugging in. Oh, instead of paint cans, let's use bricks. Or instead of, even though there's paint cans used again, <laughs> uh, but it's it's just taking that. Oh, instead of the wet bandits, now we're the sticky bandits. I just love the fact that they. I put was them all in right with that, everything that you just yes, listed right there. We're gonna add Tim Curry in there. Yeah. Uh, it is. I'll tell you what, one of my favorite scenes between both movies is when Tim Curry gets slapped in the face and that little <laughs> lip quiver that he has, the 
That's right, man. Uh, you know, whatever he says to, to Kevin's yeah. mom, when he gets slapped in the face, that lip quiver, Rob Snyder getting the juicy fruit as a tip, and then like, oh, no, no I still have tip left over from last time. He's like, oh, that's too bad. It's like, wait, 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 wait. wait. Uh, trying to get that. Uh, Kevin, hey, do you guys mind if I work on my cannonballs? <laughs> By all means. Uh, just so many fun scenes of being in yes. New York, being a kid. You get, as we always talk about, Two turtle Two doves. Turtle doves. <laughs> uh, it's, I feel like that was diehard. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Your brother, Simon Peter Turtle Dove. Uh, so you definitely get all of the great nostalgia of the first one in a different venue. Yeah, you can pull coals in it. Uh, I, I, well, no. here, here, here's a bonus salty scene for you uh, with Home Alone 2. Why in the world are they mad at Kevin? For what happens at that Christmas concert, Buzz. Oh my God! It's Kevin's absolutely. chance to have what a an solo. A-hole. Pretty gold, darn funny if you yeah. ask me. <laughs> Uncle Frank, Uncle Frank. You, that's, that's, that's probably your boy, isn't it? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, he, Dave's oh, boy. I gave yeah. him the silver too. Yeah. <laughs> it's because he's that hateable. Uh, attention, attention. Oh, you're cooking, Frankie. <laughs> <laughs> the, the cool cat. Uh, but. I love Home Alone too, so that I want to use this time to talk about it since we haven't had the chance to no, talk about good, it. Good, good, good sliding. Yeah. I'm sure there'd be a future. Uh, that might even be next well, year's is, bucket list. Home yeah, Alone Two is time. one of those sequels. Like when you get the first one, much like Jumanji yep. Two that we yep. talked about, you're just you're happy to see the like to bring the band Gains back together. Back. Absolutely, yeah. you're. I don't want to say you don't expect much, but you're really just happy to see them back together. And yep. this is a sequel that I thought. Almost ran parallel to the original, so it was like, wow, he ain't bringing the band back together. Worked out pretty dang yeah. good. Yeah, with, you get Marvin Harry still hilarious. Shoot him! Shoot him! I'm trying! Try. I'm trying! He's got the slime all over. And then the or you get scene. the Marv scream with the uh, birds again. Yeah. Yes. So you, you get a little bit of everything on that. Uh, I, I love it. And I just want to talk a little bit about that because I we, we talked Love about Home Alone last week. I couldn't agree more though. That's smooching just... with everybody, baby. Mob, Little Bone, Cliff. Everybody looks like Cliff. <laughs> Who was it me? It was, I think uh, the only salt that I could throw in there. It, it, I will one hundred percent agree with yours. Like that is top salt. This is a granule. Did they have to make the gal that Kevin gave the two turtle doves be absolutely covered in bird crap? Like. Not a little bit. Not like, oh, she's a pigeon lady. That was the soft Ooh, guy. You think uh, it was the poop gal? Is what it was. <laughs> she's homeless. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like that's covered. Yeah, she was pretty covered. Like a, <laughs> like a statue. <laughs> where she was? Well, I guess she was. Where she, she was? Walk around with pigeons all over. Yeah. So she's. A I, well, that being said. Her little domain there in the clock tower—that was pretty nice. Yeah, I mean, for his, of the for New York apartments goes, she's getting free rent staying in there. Somebody's paying eight hundred yeah, to a thousand a month call. for the same dang thing. Great music all the time. Great view. Pets. Yeah. I mean, allowed. That's a lot. <laughs> it's a good spread. Uh, so. <laughs> I, a couple of huge omissions. What did you have for your honorable mentions? The one that I had, because I didn't want to do it, and I said I was going to cheat. And Vacation, I just, I think that's the one we're going to get ripped on. I, I, I can that? feel vacation? not having Vacation. The original? The, original. the OG? The OG Wally Vacation. Eh. What? I mean, of course it's great, but look what you... I, it like the much like the Pro Bowl snubs list that they put out. Who are you taking out to put that back in? Some will argue like Christmas vacation probably should be taken out over 
vacation, you'll see. You'll see with the feedback. I think that holds a... It's the original. I mean, you have the yeah. dog that's behind the, the car. The, and him, him smacking the sandwich on the cheese <laughs> with the bread. <laughs> the bread. The girl. Yeah, this oh, hey, the dog dog in the basket. In the basket. Yeah. <laughs> There's a, but here's the here was the Holiday kicker. Room. I had it down. It was my five. I was gonna go double vacations in it. Yeah. And the only reason I did it was because I watch Christmas Vacation every year. Yeah, that's true. And mm-hmm. if vacations on, I'll put it. Yeah, on. I'll put it on. But I don't load it up. I don't intentionally. I don't think I've, and that it's a good point because I don't think I've ever sought out a good point. vacation. I you gotta love the movie, yeah. but I don't think I've ever sought it out. It's one of those like ah, it's on. I'm gonna catch this portion of. There's vacation. a Grand Canyon. All right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> There's vacation. All right. I bet you could use a cold one, huh, Clark? Proceeds to hand him the open <laughs> one and crank a fresh one for himself. I, I'll be really interested. I want to hear. You know. From the colonels out there on Facebook uh, and on Twitter, like what the, their top five is. Because what, what else Buck. did we miss? We missed Uncle, Uncle Buck. Buck. Pretty in Pink, I feel like, could be for some. That's going to be listed quite a bit. Oh, there's 16 candles. Career opportunities for me was the yeah. one that almost made the top five. And I feel like just because I wanted to bring that to people's consciousness about that movie. And it's a. <clears throat> yeah, I, I just. I'm a huge fan of it. It's about a guy who gets a job at Target. They he, he's supposed to be a janitor. They lock him into Target, and so hijinks ensues. He's skating <laughs> around the halls, and it's uh, a love interest happened to be hiding inside as well. And John tidbit. Hughes enters. Did you know John Hughes was born in Lansing, Michigan? Yes, I really yeah. interesting tidbit. Michigander. Look at that. That's even better that we did a top five nice. on the man. Makes it even better. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if we. That's the thing. As big as the list is. I've heard. I've never seen anybody see she's having a baby. No, no, yeah, me no. neither. That we talked about it pre-pod, right during the beginning. Mister Mom, Mister Mom. Yeah. That, that, I thought that was gonna make yours. Episode. It was. It was. I, I need a rewatch. Actually, I thought some kind of wonderful things, was gonna make yours. I was reason, terrified. No, that's that was some kind of awful. Uh, <laughs> weird science didn't make mine because I felt like it. Had a hard time holding up with. Well, some I tell of the you what, stuff the, that happens in hit, her changing Chet into a big pile of, uh, you know, that, that is one big pile. That is one big pile of gold bloom. You know? <laughs> that part was a little like, yeah, like you look over at Kristen and Kristen's corners giving it two thumbs down. So I, yeah, like, oh, there, well, there was right. in, in the Mister Mom. I'm like, man, I I really have fond memories of it, but I have not seen it in. A so you don't want to put your stamp of yeah, approval can't on do it. That. Can't do it. I. I'm very interested in if people, this is kind of a guilty pleasure maybe, I don't know if I even want to admit it. Oh, let's hear it. Dennis the Menace. I love the Dennis the Menace remake. Now granted, this is 10-year-old Dave Walter Matthau? Yes. Yes. Walter Matthau's Mr. Wilson. Christopher Lloyd is a uh, hobo eating a beans that... Eat beans. It's in the beans. Yeah, like, uh, eat beans. Nothing worse than point to really point out the beans. Nothing worse than get lost in the beans. Like getting lost in the beans. Bushes was a big sponsor for that movie. <laughs> the uh, little blonde haired kid is Ryan Gosling. No, no it's way. Not. No, it's oh, not. I was going to lose not. it. Mine was. I don't think this guy's been in anything. Uh, <laughs> you know, as a kid, I remember watching. But you know who the mom was? Leah Thompson was right there. Right in a little thing together or something. What's going on here with Leah? That was him. 
No, but she was. Oh, John cast. Hughes. Yeah, <laughs> not Pete. <laughs> Pete Cliff. <laughs> Pete Cliff. <laughs> Cliff was in it. Cliff was in Dennis the Menace. Uh, but there you go. It's having that. So and I couldn't put it on there because I watched it recently. Because uh, I watched it with the girls. Baby's Day Out. I remember loving it when I was a kid. I was eleven. Don't you dare give me those eyes. Uh, when I rewatched it with the kids, you're hoping that Joe Montana can uh, Joe Joey Pants is in it as well. Just, just about a baby evading criminals. A baby was kidnapped, uh, and yes, evades the criminals, <laughs> crawling all over well, Central I Park. Could see you trying to put a positive. Well. You know, they had a stroller. Yeah, you got Joey Pants, Joe Montagna, Cynthia Nixon makes an appearance as the... You got Fred Thompson as the FBI agent. You got a nice cast, you gotta, but... You gotta, you gotta yeah, get, it did, it did not hold Hughes. up. It did not hold like, up for Johnny Hughes. Is there any... This is going to be a super weird question. Is there any connection to John Hughes and Back to the Future, just because of the Leah Thompson? It seems like it, but no. No. no I don't I don't believe there is any connection to that, because okay. that's the Mechas uh, that wrote and directed that. So Co-writer on Carolina in the City? Nothing? He's not. No. no, okay. no we're trying to really deep dive on that, but... No, I think we've really went through pretty much all the ones. Uh, it'll be interesting to see where other people rank their top five Hughes and where they would have it. Remember, it can be written, produced, or directed. Yeah. We look at that because he does have that huge imprint on everything else. Closing thoughts as we finish up. Boys, this was fun. It was such a great whiteboard to throw on here. And you know, you don't when you until you put pen to paper as far as the listing of all the Hughes movies. Honestly, don't I didn't realize how many I've seen. Yeah. Dang near all of them. And then it was just fun to go back and watch some of the ones that it's been a, you know, it's been a while since I've seen Weird Science. It's been a while since I've seen I'm, Dutch. I'm right with you. So, that, the same idea was like, I want to watch a handful of yeah. these over again. You, you make your list. You go, what can I, like, I don't need to watch Home Alone. Yep. No. I don't need to see Christmas nope. Vacation, even though I did. Start, yeah. start and, cherry and, picking. Yeah, yeah, so you start going through it, and, like, I had Peter sitting down. You stole the words, you stole the, the word off my paper. I always put Peter as a litmus test for does it hold up in, like, mm-hmm. a high school setting. And, like, he watched Weird Science, and he was like, yeah, it's good. Yeah. Which gave me the, it wasn't like, that was amazing. Yeah. Like, there's been movies with that. Run it all. The Kelly yeah. LeBrock gave him the seal of approval. <laughs> uh, you know, and, and so he watched that, and he liked that. He watched Breakfast Club. He liked that. Um, so there's just that that whole, that, you know, a lot of these movies will still relatively hold up. Is As soon as you get past that synthesizer, yeah. you're gold. And that's you know? a, that's I think that's why they can hold up, because you're not looking for special effects. You're not looking for, you know, things that will date a movie. You're gonna have the good dialogue. You're gonna have the the comedy in it. So those those things, as far as the good writing, which Hughes yeah, obviously so has, so are gonna carry the carry yeah. the mail through the years. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been fun just looking at. It. I mean, obviously this has been our month of Hughes, and it, it kind of almost led us to look at. Wouldn't it be fun to start doing that more often, where we say this is our whatever month, yeah, uh, based on what it is. So that might be stuff coming up in the new year. Uh, you know, we wrap up here looking at it. Uh, we already talked about it on previous pods, but man, what a fun year it's been. Season one, season one's finale coming to a close, taking a, uh, you know about a month off here, uh, moving on. But man, it's going to be fun just having some of these new ideas. Obviously, having guests, good friends uh, stop in. You know, we're going to have more of that. I'm sure we'll be seeing Pete for more uh, episodes in the future as well. And, you know, some of our old friends and maybe some new friends as well. Uh, Bergman has already uh, claimed the, you know, top uh, top gun one. Top gun, uh, so nice. she is all over the top gun uh, pod. And, and, you know, we have to make sure we get pressure Peters in yes, here at some point. Yes, I agree. 
We'll have to find the right topic for him. I think he'll be all over these Hughes movies, so I'm really excited to see his top five John Hughes movies. Uh, and, you know, all of our listeners, I mean, the Ruth Ruffs, we had the, you know, the Ruth Ruffs give the Colonel's Corner, uh, you know, <laughs> in one of ours, and, and doing that, uh, all of our listeners that are there for us. I mean, just kind of finding, when we went to that Christmas party this past weekend at our uh, buddy Eric Boyle's house, and people, like, I didn't think they were even still listening and still <laughs> referring back to the pot. Soap's bringing up other yep. things, and, you know, <laughs> cool. uh, and even Very people cool. that I'm like, oh, wow. Wow, you listen? That's awesome. Uh, so it's been a lot of fun. We're excited to bring some new stuff to you uh, with Season 2. It's going to be a great year of movies, so we're going to have so Heck much to yes. break down, so much to cover. We're probably going to have to just do a recent reviews. I mean, you give us a month off, we're going to be watching quite a few uh, films. You got that right. Especially <laughs> when we actually have some time off here. It'll be nice to get caught up here uh, as well. But it is that time. We look down. The bucket is empty. Uh, not just for tonight, but for season one. We look forward to seeing you in 2020 uh, in the new year. So have a happy holidays, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and we will see you in 2020. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. Check yourself before you wreck yourself.